to the Basic Training Podcast. I am your host, Michael Bays, and I want to thank everybody who has tuned back in uh, to my second show. And if you got a chance to listen to the first one, you know a little bit about me, where I come from, and what I do and on a daily basis. And uh, again, I cannot thank you guys for just actually downloading the show and, and wanting to listen to me. Um, we are here tonight to talk about an issue that is very near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk about your food. I cannot tell you on a daily basis how often I have to discuss this subject. You would think as a personal trainer, having to count sets and repetitions and divvy out cardio programs and measure body fat and all of that, that that would be the main part of my job. You'd be incredibly wrong. The main part of my job has to do with talking to people about their dietary choices. It, it, it consumes, I would say, in the range of 75 to 80% of my daily discussion with the majority of my clientele. And, and realistically, what it comes down to is just me quizzing them on, hey, what'd you have for breakfast? What'd you have for dinner? What's going to be for lunch tomorrow? Why did you eat that? Really? Why did you want to do it that way? What's a good recipe that you're trying out these days with your kids? And just general questions that, that go on just the nutritional basis. It, we don't get into the science of things a lot of times. We just discuss real food. And what I've found nine times out of ten is that for some unknown reason, given the fact that we are the smartest creatures on the planet, we have the ability to create drugs that help lower blood pressure, we put a man on the moon, we have created this cool little iPad that's actually sitting in front of me right now. We can do all of these things, and yet for some unknown reason, we cannot seem to keep garbage food out of our mouths, and that just completely baffles me. It's not that we don't know what's good or what's bad. In fact, there's a myriad of studies out there that will tell you this food is better than that food. If you eat this kind of food this many times a week, you'll get this kind of health benefit. You will live longer. You'll lose weight. You'll get in better shape just by eating these certain things, and yet we don't do it. I, I guarantee you if you look at the Today Show today or tomorrow or next week, you're going to find some kind of study out there that says eating this type of food is going to lead you to a better body and a better result just by ingesting it. And yet for some reason, again, we don't do it. And I can't figure out for the life of me why that is. And, you know, and I've asked clients many times, like, so why did you eat that Egg McMuffin this morning instead of the egg whites that I made, that I wanted you to eat for your diet plan? And invariably, they, you know, it's always something, I was busy, I had something to do, you know, it was, it was quick, it was on the way. And for some reason, that that reason still just doesn't fly with me. And so, you know, I hammer people that, I was like, okay. So you're telling me instead of spending 30 seconds to two minutes right in that range to make your own healthy meal in the morning, you decided to get in the car, drive down the road, wait in line at the drive-thru, order the food, dig out your wallet, pay for it, get it, and actually eat it. That entire process actually took more time than it did to actually make the food if you had done it back at your house. So it's definitely not a time issue. 
So, you know, is it a convenience issue? Is it really more convenient to go wait in line and get food as opposed to open your refrigerator, pick it out, and eat it yourself? I, I'm not convinced. I, I, I honestly just don't get it. And when I sit there and think about that again and again, all that I can come – all it forms in my mind is that the only thing that separates a good food choice from a bad food choice – has to be the way it tastes. That's a very, very deep concept. Bad food or food that is not good for you tastes a lot better than food that is good for you. Let's take my two favorite examples of that. We have a donut in one hand. We have broccoli in the other hand. Which one tastes better? I'll let you think about that for just a second. You have donuts, you have broccoli. Which one tastes better? Obviously, it's the donut. Now, now, hang on a second. <laughs> I know that I get this, this comment all the time, and it blows my mind every time I hear it. I say, well, donuts taste better than broccoli, and I hear, no, 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 no. I'd rather eat broccoli all day. I love the way vegetables taste. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because if you actually loved vegetables that much, you would eat them all the time. And yet, we don't. Because if we did eat them all the time, we wouldn't have any weight issues going forward. And this is what I, I, I get from people, is that I don't know if they realize that it really is only coming down to the way that food tastes. The donut just tastes better, so you want to eat more of it. I don't think anybody ever had a weight issue because they overate broccoli again and again and again. I, it just doesn't happen. Of course, if it did, please send me an email to, you know, mbays at me.com. That would be fantastic. I really would love to hear that story. But I just don't think it's true. So if it really does come down to taste... Hang on, let me throw another one out there that I hear a lot. I hear it's... It's a social aspect. I like to go out to eat with my friends. They like to go out to a restaurant. We're going to eat good food. And, and you know, it's, it's really a social gathering. But that's incorrect in itself as well. You are social with your friends. Food is a secondary thing that goes with that. And even then, it still goes down to the taste issue. We don't go and have broccoli tasting parties. We go down to the pizza joint, we sit around, we order a double cheese pizza, and we sit and we just eat because it's a good time. It tastes good. And so because of that, that's where the majority of all my diet stuff is coming from. If it just would taste better, good food would not be a problem to eat. We would cure all diseases in the world. We wouldn't have any weight issues going forward. And, and I'm sure I would actually create world peace in there somewhere. But if that's really all it comes down to is that the, is that your bad food tastes better than your good food, then the question is going to be, how do you fix that? And when I'm talking to clientele about that, it, it actually really boils down to the simplest thing is you have to be aware. You have to grow up, you have to develop a plan, and you have to stick to that plan. It doesn't have to be, you know, we're going to eat uh, – tilapia and asparagus and, and nothing but vegetables and lean meats the entire rest of my life, it just means you have to be more aware of what goes in your mouth. You have to happen to your food. You can't just let it appear and, and hope that it turns out okay because it's a really funny thing that I figured out a long time ago 
It's that you don't accidentally eat any food. I guarantee you it will never happen. You never just happen to have food that appears in your mouth. You actually chose to put it there. And the type of food that goes in really has to do with just your mental state at the time. You have to decide that I really want to eat that double Hardy's awesome cheeseburger with, with the barbecue and the cool French fried onion things. I know you've seen it. It's new, and it, it just looks like the greatest, greasiest mess you have in the world. You have to choose to eat that, or you can come over here and you can have a side salad. And at that moment, it's almost an emotional decision that you're looking at. You have to take all that emotion out of it. You have to look at it and go, okay, I know what needs to be done versus here's what I want. Because that's what's happening here is when you're looking at these food choices, that any kind of spread in which you have a choice between good and bad is the fact that you have to learn to be a grown-up. Now, I know that that's, that's a hard thing to to look at and it's a hard thing to try to understand you have to decide i'm gonna eat this food i'm gonna eat this salad right here because i know it's gonna be healthier for me it's gonna give me awesome vitamins awesome minerals it's gonna help me in my weight loss plan five minutes after i eat this i'm gonna be just as satisfied as i am eating this awesome hearty thick burger because i promise you that is the truth when you boil it right down to it whatever food you choose to eat if it's one of Mike Bays' amazing eating plans of just, you know, clean, lean meats, veggies, great fibrous, whole grains, if it's that plan, or if it's the nasty burger, both are going to make you just as full about five minutes after they go down, and you're satisfied. It's just delaying pleasure. You just have to put off that emotional tie that says, I really want this right now, and I just don't care. I want it. I deserve it. I really, really, really deserve those double cheese chili fries. Because you don't deserve it. In fact, it's a craziest saying, that I hear, and I hear it a lot. You don't deserve to eat a lot of bad food. In fact, if anything... For our bodies and the way they're supposed to be, you deserve to eat really good food so you can see what your body can do. If you feed it good food all the time, your body's going to start to do good things to you. Your joints aren't going to hurt near as much anymore. You're going to lose weight. Your breath will taste better. Your hormone profile gets better. Your blood work gets better. Your skin gets better. Your sleep gets better. Your awake time, you have more energy. If you feed your body the right stuff, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the greatest thing that's ever happened to it. And all it takes is just deciding to not eat trash. Like, that's the secret. Just don't eat garbage. Choose to do well. Pick up an apple instead of, instead of a nasty donut, instead of a nasty cheeseburger, instead of that amazing pizza. Eat something that's fresh. Eat something that actually spoils. Eat real food. And, you know, we're going to go into that a little bit later when I, when I talk to you guys about what I instruct my people to do and their general basic rules for life. I mean, you haven't, you haven't heard anything different than what these are going to be, but, I mean, this is because it's just the truth. This is just what you need to do. But it's not all ranting. It's, it's not just me spouting off what people should do. I know you, you guys are listening to this podcast because you want me to tell you how to, to make things better. You want to find out how we can incorporate these really good things into our lives. How do we make it 
a choice that we don't have to think about. You know, we don't have to decide to go eat Mickey D's. We don't have to decide to go eat Burger King. We already know what we're going to do. We're going to eat real food. And and this is a great time to go over my basic rules for what real food is. And they're going to be surprisingly simple. I mean, get out your pen and paper now because this is this is going to completely blow your mind. Rule number one. Everything you eat needs to be able to spoil within two weeks. Hands down, no matter what. Whether it goes in your refrigerator, whether it goes on your counter, whether it goes in your cupboard, it needs to spoil within two weeks. If you follow that rule alone, every other thing that you choose to eat will be good for you. I promise you. Rule number two, everything you drink needs to contain zero calories. Now, here's where we get into a little bit of discussion as far as I've got, I've got some Diet Coke Nazis out there that will tell me, no, 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 no. You can't have it. It has aspartame in it. It's got carbonation in it. It's got probably 10,000 things that will cause you cancer. The reality is that simple choice of choosing a calorie-free substance to eat or, or excuse me, to drink is going to be healthier than the calorie-containing substance, which still contains all the garbage plus the calories. So what I'm doing is I'm effectively cutting out the calories that you're going to ingest just by drinking. I mean, ideally, I'm wanting you to have some green tea and wanting you to have some water. I would love if you just kept your your artificial sweeteners down to a crystal light or any other kind of non-carbonated sugar-free substance, but I'm okay with it in the beginning. Just make sure that whatever you drink has zero calories. Easy enough. Rule number three is to eat every two to three hours. Now, I know this is not specifically involved in the types of foods you need to eat, but what it's geared towards is to make you understand and hold the concept of if you don't become so crazy hungry, like a Snickers commercial, that you're ready to kill somebody, you're going to have a, a much better chance of making a better food decision. And, and that's really what it comes down to. Like I said, that hunger sensation, when you get to that point... It's no longer a logical decision of what you're going to eat. It's an emotional decision. You don't care if you have to knock over 10 people and break through four walls. You have to eat right now. You know you've been there. I've been there. In fact, anybody that knows me knows when I'm really hungry, it's not a pretty picture. I I become the Snickers commercial. I become a diva. I'm hangry. I'm nasty, I'm mean, it's the most awful thing in the world, but once I eat, it's fixed. So the key is to just not let yourself get to that point where you're so famished that everybody in the world is going to die. Rule number four is make sure that whatever you choose to eat is smaller than both of your hands put together. Take both your hands uh, and uh, don't like spread them out so that they're the biggest thing you could ever do in the world. Take both hands, put all your fingers together, and hold it out in front of you. Your entire plate needs to be that big and no bigger. It's a very simple thing. You could take a look at anything in the world. Now, I know everybody in the world out there is looking and saying, you know what? I got big hands and I really think I could fit that Hardy's thick burger in there. 
I think it fits in both hands. And actually, I think it fits in mine. Or at least I know that one slice of pizza does. But that's one slice of pizza. That's not the whole thing. And if you if you judge that against the first three rules, I bet it doesn't pass the first one. So if that's the case, then we're only left with really good food that spoils within two weeks. My drinks don't have a ton of calories in them. I'm eating more often, so I'm not near as hungry. And everything I eat is a small enough portion that it could fit in both my hands. That's it. That's what's going to make you lose weight and get in shape. It'll make you be in the absolute best shape of your life. And all you have to do, I want you to try it. Try it tomorrow. That's actually one of the best ways in the world to get started on any fitness plan is to not wait for Monday. Don't wait for perfection. Wait for your next meal. Just do it. Just take the plunge and give it a shot. Run all my rules against your next meal. And I guarantee you, you're going to make a healthier choice just because in order to pass those rules, your food will have to be good for you. There's nothing else you can do about it. They're the simplest rules in the entire world. And and like I said, now that they're out there, I I guarantee you it didn't blow your brain. You knew this, but the question is, why don't we do it? And that's where we get back into that whole taste argument. So it, it has to be a conscious decision just to eat better food, knowing it may not taste as good. You know, we'll, we'll talk about cheat meals later and, and the idea of, you know, don't, don't think that I am this amazing swami that eats perfect all the time. I don't. I really like ice cream. I really like pizza and burgers and beer and a lot of other things I probably shouldn't be eating or drinking. But I also am conscious of the fact that I am going to have to eat well. I mean, it's expected of me. I'm a trainer. You know, if I walked in every single day holding uh, a can of soda and eating a burrito, it probably wouldn't go well. It wouldn't go over so well with my clients or anybody else, for that matter, who saw what I did. So knowing that I'm held to that standard, I choose to eat a little bit better. I understand, you know, a lot of you who are not in the industry, you just want to be better. So that fight's a little bit harder for you. But that's okay because we all have to follow the same rules no matter what. Whether it's somebody who is a trainer, whether it's somebody at home who has no access to a gym who just wants to learn to do better, the rules are going to be the same. And it's just going to take thought, a little bit of planning, and a little bit of discipline. I mean, that's that's it. It's just that easy. I know I make that sound, and it may sound unfair coming from me, yet... I mean, you're probably thinking, this guy's a personal trainer. He's supposed to eat well all the time. This is just how it is, but what about me? You know, I'm somebody that just wants to do better, and and I don't have access to a gym. Uh, I I don't have the ability to bring my food with me and monitor what I'm doing on a daily basis. I live and work a normal job. I work nine to five. I have kids. I have commitments. I have all these things that are pressing on me. So how do I make sure that is, is, is fitting into part of my day? And, and I'm here to challenge and say, well, those rules may not necessarily – those rules are going to apply no matter what you do, whether you have to go to a restaurant and pick that up or whether you choose to go through a drive through or whether you choose to make it yourself. Those rules are still going to be true no matter what you do with them. But then you get to the, the point of, you know, sometimes I just don't want to pay attention to these rules. And we call that that a cheat meal. 
at least in my world, and that is that is a meal that, that does not follow Mike Bezos rules for getting in shape, losing weight, and all that great stuff. Quite frankly, it's all that bad food I talked about. It's the Hardy's Thick Burger. It's the pizza. It's the ice cream. It's apple pie. It's it's chocolate. It's all the stuff that people want to eat. And I'm not here to tell you that you can't eat that. I mean, I'm here to tell you you can't eat it, but I'm not honestly thinking that you're actually never going to touch this stuff again in your life. It's normal to not have meals that are absolutely 100% healthy. I'd be remiss if I said that that I follow my rules all the time. I think I actually said that before. It's just something, it's, it's part of human nature. We want food that tastes really good. And that pizza, again, tastes a lot better than that piece of asparagus or all that really gross vegetable stuff I don't want to eat half the time, if we're being honest with it. I mean, I'm a real person. But being a trainer is kind of hard to, to see the other side of it. And, you know, at this point, it's it's probably a good idea to introduce uh, John, who is uh, the producer of this amazing podcast. Hello, Michael. Hi, John. Thank you for having me on. Anytime, my friend, anytime. Hey, you know, John, I preach this stuff on a daily basis. This is something that I do. Um, I got done talking to 10 people about it today. I can vouch for that. Because you came here and talked to me about it for a little bit before we started recording. It wasn't a little bit. It was more like an hour. I just I, that's, <laughs> <laughs> What you guys are getting right now is actually the dumbed down version of, of what I was saying before. He had to calm me down quite a bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. But it, it, the idea was, you know, it, I'm looking at this from my side as a trainer side, as somebody who's trying to instruct people to, to eat well, to get in better shape, to, to follow my rules. And you're coming at it from a, what would be a client side. Sure. Somebody who doesn't go and live in a gym 14 hours a day. No. Or so, ever. <laughs> that's a little bit of an exaggeration. But coming from that, it's hard for me to make that connection. So I'll just come right out and ask, what do you do? Well, um, that's a good question. It has a couple uh, parts to the answer. Um, I'll say that I am a 28-year-old male, heartbreakingly handsome. I don't know that that has a whole lot to do with what I eat, but... <laughs> I did say it helps your skin if you eat better. Yeah, I, I did feel like I want to throw that out there. Um, I'm married. I have a young daughter. She'll be eight months this week. Congrats. So, yeah, thank you. Um, and I work a job that I'm not in an office. I'm in a... Um, some would call it a, a creepy van. It's white, <laughs> tinted windows. Um, the, you work in insurance. Yeah, I do. Okay. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 an, I'm an adjuster uh, for an insurance company. I, and I ride around, I look at you know, roofs, water damage, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm rarely in the same spot from day to day. I'm um, almost never in the office for lunch. Um, so for I've been doing this job a couple of years now, and for a lot of it, uh, we'll, we'll say until about a month ago, mm-hmm. I just grabbed whatever was on the corner down the street on the way between you went and sat through the draft. You were that guy that I was ranting about, yeah. you know, a few minutes back. Well, and the nature of what I do too is, um, since I'm out of the office, I still have work to do. I've got a mobile kind of laptop situation. Sure. So I'll work in my van while I'm eating lunch or something like okay. that. And so I'd go swing by Chick-fil-A or something and just grab gotcha. something in the back while I'm working. I tried to not do that in like public areas because it's that's like <laughs> it's just just the creepiest. Okay. Um, but I I don't know. I've gotten I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm I'm not happy with my body. I've started okay exercising a little bit more. I you know we've been through our training 
Uh, it was the most epic training of my entire career. And in fact, uh, we're going to upload a photo on the website that I'm sure John <laughs> is, is not completely... Happy about, no, no, yeah. no, John, you're proud of that photo. Uh, it's actually going to be my my new avatar going forward for everybody, just so you know. <laughs> oh, man, that's a terrible picture. We'll be looking for that, guys. It's a <laughs> um, You know, basically, I, I don't enjoy the gym. I don't enjoy... Um, the repetition sure. of working out. I'm a, I'm a very left brain. Is that right? Is that the, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I'm not well, trying it, to say that I'm a genius left, or anything. Left but. brain, right brain. I'm pretty sure both halves don't don't enjoy it. But but this right. is, this is less about the working out part of it. It's, I, I need I need variety. I okay. can't I can't uh, routine doesn't work well with me. Okay. It's, it's hard for me to do the same thing every day. I'm fidgety. I, I don't know. Okay. There's just a lot I'm messed up, Mike. <laughs> um, <laughs> we know that. But but let's let's go back to the, a month ago. Yeah. So a month ago, I you know okay. So that was all to say that I've been I've been trying to change my body through exercise and okay. in a non gym fashion, and I realized that you know what, even if I feel more in shape, like if I can run on the soccer field longer or whatever, I still don't look like I'm in shape, and that's really what it comes down to is I, I want to look down and not see a fat belly sticking out. That's, that's what most people come in asking yeah. me about. I, and, and I don't, I really honestly don't care how toned my muscles are under my shirt as long as it looks like I'm not a lard. You we know do, we just saying? want to look good in clothes. That's, that's it? Okay. And so I realized I'm going to have to change uh, some things about how I eat and I've got to start small, work my way up. What I've started doing is taking my lunch to work. What was Excellent. keeping me from that um, I'm going to talk about a couple things here. Go for it. What you, you, got? you mentioned um, why, why you think the only reason people eat junk food versus healthy food is taste. Sure. I will throw out perceived convenience. It's not actually more convenient, Agreed. but we see it as convenient. Gotcha. If I'm driving and I'm thinking, I'm hungry right now, sure. and there's a McDonald's right there, I go eat it right now. But if I take five minutes max in the morning to say i'm gonna be hungry at lunchtime why okay. don't i just pack a lunch real quick you know that's easy but then even further than that, i've got to go to the grocery store i've got a plan it does take a little bit more effort okay but like micro effort we're talking about <laughs> the tiniest of effort well and you know may i submit to you a question sure if you could pull into the chick-fil-a drive-thru and have a side of vegetables okay and beautifully cooked, very lean white fish. Would you eat that instead if it was the same convenience factor? That's an interesting question. Probably not. Um, but I would consider it. I would feel You'd much... You'd be more likely I to. would feel much better about... Um, this This is going a couple different directions. I hate white fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, okay, so that's not, not yeah, fair. We're, we're getting into the taste thing there. I, I, well, that, but because that's the idea is... Right. Why aren't there healthy food fast food restaurants? Well, because it's not easy to make healthy food. What if it was? If it was easy to make healthy food, I think there would be more. But at the same time, it's just like everything else. You need some some power, some pizzazz. You know, this is our chicken. It's the best chicken, and that's fried chicken. That's not plain, bland chicken. Fried chicken is a lot better than baked chicken. Uh, when I was in college and in shape, <laughs> you know, I, I probably weighed 140 dripping wet sure. running downhill with the wind behind me i was a tiny dude um and i played music and and i just i just kept going 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 sure i would go after band rehearsals and get an eight or i'm sorry a, a 12 pack of nuggets from chick-fil-a and then add you an, like some chick-fil-a and then i would add an eight pack 
and I would eat 20 nuggets and a large fry and a large Coke. And I didn't gain any weight. And then one day I started gaining weight. <laughs> I realized I couldn't do that anymore. I do like Chick-fil-A. I'm glad you brought that up. It's a very good restaurant um, for taste. Um, but once again, it's fried chicken. Gotcha. So, you know, what, I, what I've decided to do is I'm not being too hard on myself. For example, today I forgot to pack a lunch. I had some Burger King. You know, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. But I'll What just, did you get? Side note, what did you get? Uh, I get a Whopper with cheese plain. Um, like no ketchup, no, no, nothing. Onions, no nothing. I want, uh, are you I like want, six? You, I, I, um, yes. Do you order like a cheese pizza too? No, I do put pepperoni on the pizza. I don't like condiments and I don't like, um, <laughs> a lot of like, uh, you would call them vegetables. I call them leaves. I gotcha. don't like lettuce. <laughs> so that, like, that, that, I'm not a big tomatoes guy. That whole green thing. Not green. Not, green not, is not, fine. My okay. favorite vegetable is green beans. I like green beans, Okay, but I don't want to put green beans on a, hamburger you know what i'm saying I, I when emily and i make dinner which is i don't know once or twice a week we try to make stuff that'll last a couple of days because mm-hmm. i don't like cooking every night uh, and yes i do the cooking at this house so we'll just put that out there um <laughs> it's green beans is our go-to side vegetable okay which you know fresh green beans you easy, can't beat them half the time easy to do they it's fantastic good. they might have a little bit of butter on them might have a lot of butter on them there might be there might be a little might be a lot of butter was the side of green beans, but <laughs> but but at least the thought was there. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and that that's perfect. It, it actually kind of goes into the second part of that whole thing. If so, if it's not just taste, right? If it's perceived convenience, if it's all that that, that kind of goes in with that, you have to actually make a plan to eat better. And if, if I'm hearing this right, you know, a month ago you decided I'm not looking the way that I want to look. I got to fix this. Use that amazing. Well, reasonably amazing human brain that you have right there. Sure. And said, I'm going to choose to do these things better. And, and so that's that adult part of you coming out saying, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to eat better. We're going to fix this. That, that, What did you do to make that happen? And what are those changes that have happened? I just realized I couldn't put it off any longer. And it started on a positive note. Sure. For whatever reason, I hadn't. I don't know if I just hadn't been eating a lot, but I weigh myself from time to time. It's kind of a form of torture. And um, I stepped on the scale, and I was actually had gone under a certain threshold I hadn't been under in a while. Okay. And I thought to myself, this is going in the right direction. I need I need to keep it going. So it was a positive reinforcement. It, it was, Good. yeah. I don't know why I got there, but I'm glad I got there. And, I, and I've... You know, I haven't lost a whole bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. I've lost maybe three, four pounds. Consi- I mean, I'm I'm consistently staying down. I'm not, you know... I try to weigh myself at the same time every week. I don't okay. weigh myself 17 times a day because I know your weight fluctuates. And, and that's how you that's how you develop a complex. Right. Yeah. I, no, I, I'm not. And I, I'll be honest. Yeah, I can save my weight on the scale. If it goes up a pound, I'm not going to save it. But if it goes down a pound, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but it really stick with the positive reinforcement oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's it, a total psych out. So uh, give me an example. Uh, obviously, today may not have been the best thing in the world, but you know that. Yeah. So now you're going to fix it, sure. and you're going to change. Uh, I'm hoping tomorrow this is what we're going to do. So yeah, I'll give me an example of what that is. Lunch tomorrow, so I'm, okay. I'll probably just have a sandwich here. Okay. You know, uh, that's when I bring my lunch. I bring usually a plain turkey and cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a seasoned turkey sandwich, but I mean, let's. I'm not going to split hairs about what kind of turkey I put on my gotcha. sandwich. Um, usually some applesauce, mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh-huh. some uh, snack pack pudding, um, tapioca. I think you might actually be still six years old at this point. <laughs> this is this is eerily similar to the lunch my mom packed me when I was um, 
I'll be honest, and she's still paying my lunch in high school. Um, you know, maybe a thing of uh, string cheese. It's That's so, it's, it's, it gets worse and worse. It's not getting any better, John. The the funny thing is, this, the easiest things to pack in your lunch have always been the easiest things to pack in your lunch. Yes, you know, uh, sandwich. Uh, I I'll do chips or something on the side by these little mm-hmm. Pringle hundred calorie pack. You know, sure individual servings. So, but and we I if, try to keep the calorie count down. If we analyze it in that respect. It may not follow every rule exactly, but if nothing I else... I definitely don't follow your zero-calorie drink. I'm such an addict to Coke. We're going to skip right over that. Yeah, and we're, it's, we're a bad, to- it's a bad thing. <laughs> I, have, I have literally no uh, reason why I can't stop other than I just don't want to. I'm literally addicted to it. Gotcha. Um, but you're... A ca- are we still talking about... I was talking about cocaine. Um, a- <laughs> Coca-Cola is good, too. No, I... I I just I've gotten to the point. Emily was was laughing at me the other day, but also trying to tell me seriously that I have a problem. But I think about meals. I'm like, oh yeah, I could do a steak tonight and some, you know, mashed potatoes and um, oh yeah, Coke would go real good with that. Like I think about how good a Coke will taste with these meals I'm having. But I never. It's always Coke. Like I, I don't know, like Mexican food and a Coke. Oh, you can't I, eat that. Are there any derivatives to the Coke? Or is there, is there uh, Dr. Pepper, Sprite? No, no or? I will occasionally do vanilla Coke. Uh, Sonic vanilla Coke is very good. Is there a difference between Sonic vanilla Coke and regular vanilla there Coke? There is. Really? R- regular vanilla Coke is uh, a predetermined amount of vanilla, but Sonic, they actually <laughs> add real vanilla to it. So you've gotcha. got a, a little bit of a... I don't eat fast food, so I, I don't know these yeah, things. Yeah, it's really good. Um, occasionally cherry Coke. This is a health show. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about what's bad, but I will recommend Sonic's Vanilla Coke for your cheat day that you're not going to talk about. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're obviously going to have to make that its entire own podcast of a cheat show at this point. Uh, we're just going to get a collection want, of ideas. If you want me to rattle off a list of things that Coke tastes awesome with, I could just start. At the end of the show, we'll be listing all your perfect cheat meals that you could be having. Oh, I'll, <laughs> skip, I'll skip it. Well, so I, I've, I've still got that area to prove. I, I know... In my head, like mm-hmm. you said, that I that that is something that if probably if I just stopped drinking coke, I'd probably lose ten pounds. Mm-hmm. And I know that, but for whatever reason, I'm like, ah, let's do everything else and do that last. Let's make that the last thing I give up. <laughs> so you're willing to give up other things to have the small reward? Yeah, for sure. Okay, absolutely. That's that conscious decision making. It's saying I'm going to pay this price over here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat the whole pizza. I'm not going to eat the entire pint of ice cream. Portion control is huge. You're a calorie guy just from what I mean. What you yeah. said, you keep the calorie count down. Your food are, are very compartmentalized. Oh, it, very, it's something that yeah. come in little snack packs. You have certain quantities. Mm-hmm. You are limiting yourself, whether you did that on purpose or not, yeah. or just by the package, mm-hmm. by default, you're doing that. That's Even it. though I want more applesauce than is in the one thing, I'm not going to eat, even though it's probably not that bad for you but still I, i'm not i'm just gonna eat the little small portion sure. i'm gonna eat my one i usually don't even finish my whole sandwich mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a i'm a little bird i just pick at food I, I don't like to feel, i don't like to feel full if i don't get to my chips one day i'll just bring them the next day sure you know kind of thing but how well, interesting is my lunch it's it, <laughs> it is oddly fascinating and i will ask you what is on your lunchbox and what is in your thermos um my lunchbox is an LSU Tigers um, lunch. It's kind of like a bag. It's insulated, <laughs> but it's got um, it's got some Velcro on it. Oh, um, I don't have a thermos of Coke. I just go to to a gas station wherever I'm at and grab a Coke. Gotcha. But that's convenient. That's, that's con- it's a you convenience know, factor rolling in there. The again. other thing about bringing your lunch for the um, we'll say it, uh, fiscally minded out there is mm-hmm. that it's pretty much way cheaper. It, it's John. It's not pretty much way cheaper. It just is way. It's oh, cheaper. It's naturally portion controlled, 
it's going to be healthier for you nine times out of ten, just depending on what you put in there. Yeah, it, I, I couldn't think of something I'd put in my lunch that would be awful other than if I just started bringing chocolate shakes or, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? I mean, okay. it's, it's hard to pack bad food when you're doing it like that. I mean, you're not going to stock up on okay. crap. Now, listening to all that, here's the million-dollar question. Knowing everything we just talked about for packing your lunch, being healthier, fiscally responsible, yada, 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 why would somebody not choose to do that? Why would they choose to go to Chick-fil-A and wait in a drive-thru? Well, it boils down to the two things we talked about. Number mm-hmm. one, a large number one, is that it tastes better. There you go. Um, the small number two is that we've fooled ourselves to think that it's easier. Mm-hmm. It's easier to fool ourselves if it tastes better. Yes. Bam. If, if it tasted worse, I'd be like, well, this is way harder and more expensive. I'm just going to bring my own. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's it. So in reality, when it comes right down to that, it's an emotional decision. Very. To, yeah, to eat bad is yeah. an emotional decision. Mm-hmm. A logical decision says, I'm going to pack my lunch, or I'm going to eat stuff that's good for me because I know it's going to do good things. And Discipline is a, for a lot of people, I'll, I'll say for me specifically, mm-hmm. bringing your lunch, and it's a very small thing, takes discipline in just a few small areas of your life. You have to go to the grocery store and plan ahead. You have to pack it in the morning. And if people are like me, they're, I'm getting my daughter ready for daycare. I'm trying to get myself ready for work, all that kind of stuff. And they have to be okay with eating the same, pretty much the same crap every day. You can always switch it to ham instead of turkey. You could, but basically you're going with a sandwich or, you know, some people. Make it a wrap. Yeah, you could do a wrap or you could maybe just a plain chicken breast or something like that. Mm -hmm. But then you start getting to, am I going to be able to heat it up and eat cold chicken? You know, whatever. You have to. I know. I'm sure. <laughs> I egg white. Um, I drink them out of a can. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it takes a little bit of um, discipline. And a lot of people, uh, I'll say me specifically, um, you have to do that all day at work. You have to do that with your kids. And some part of you just doesn't want to fool with that while you're eating. You just want to you, you eat because you like You food. want the pleasure that comes from eating yeah, the food. It's, and a, that, it's and, a little bit of a release. And that, that bleeds into... It tasting better, it feeling better, it ties into that emotional decision of eating the food. You know it's going to give you that nice reward for it doing that. It doesn't always feel better physically. Well, it feels great for the first 30 seconds to a minute when it goes in. Ten minutes later, everybody has what, the... What did you oh. say earlier? You said uh, Hardy's Thick Burger, pizza, um, apple pie, mm-hmm. chocolate. Yeah. I call that Friday night. Gotcha. And... Um, <laughs> That, uh, yeah. What does the Hardee's burger taste like? I've never had one. It's, I, you know, I haven't eaten Hardee's in a long time. Well, Hardee's I, is actually one of the more expensive fast food places. So we don't do it just based on that. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. But I'm actually confused on the Hardee's burger if you take a look at it. You have French fried onions. Oh, yeah. You have cheese. Mm-hmm. You have bacon. Uh, we're getting into the port where you remember I'm a little bit of a, I don't want all that crap on my burger. I just want meat and cheese. Gotcha. You know? So I, that's the other thing about Hardee's. I would go into why I ate there a bunch in college, but like you said, it's a fitness show. I was going to say, it's a fitness show, dude. We're going to turn this back to where people can actually understand how to get this done. And it has nothing to do with knowing anything about fitness whatsoever. I mean, it, it, you drive around in a van all day, yet you make a conscious decision to want to eat better because you know what the result will give you. I would say that the number one thing to remember if I, I mean, like this is wisdom coming from somebody who has none. But don't beat yourself up if you fall off the wagon mm-hmm. for a day or a meal or a week or a month. It doesn't matter. You can always 
start doing it good again the next day. No, 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 no. I'll even stop you right there. That's one of my bigger sayings that I say to clients every single day. Everybody's going to fall off the wagon, and it has nothing to do with how often you fall off. It's how often you get back on, and you can always start with your next meal. Just because you eat poorly at one instance does not mean you have to wait 24 hours before you start eating better. If you just eat better at your next meal, you have solved the issue. That's all it takes is the second you do something bad, say, you know what? It's done. It's behind me now. Let's move on. Let's get this done. Okay. It's just like a Packer game. And, 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 I, and, I, and, I, didn't even mean, and I didn't even mean to break into that. And I know that has nothing to do with fitness, but I'm going to take this last segment here. And we're going to talk. No, I'm not going to go into that. Guys, you know, I could probably talk for another hour or two or three about food. I could pull in people off the street. I could pull in clients I've worked with for the past 10 years. It's the, it is the simplest concept to get ever, which is to eat good food or eat food that's healthy for you, to eat better. But it is the hardest thing to actually accomplish in actual practice. And that's why, that's another reason for why I'm doing this show. If I can talk to you guys about this all the time, and I can get you thinking about it to where every single day it gets stuck in your mind that you want to make a choice to do better. You want to clean up your diet. You want to learn to exercise. You want to actually get out there and, and make a change in your body. Then, then that's what I'm here to do. I want to see you guys do that. And anytime we could talk, whether it's it's talking about fast food and the bad stuff that we eat because we're normal people, or about the great things that 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 we do as well in order to help fix and, and change ourselves, whether it's a new recipe, whether it's a new fast food restaurant that may have this amazingly healthy thing that we need to get out there to the public and let them know what that is, or just going over the calorie counts of, uh, of McDonald's, and they put that out on every single piece out there. Whatever we have to do to make things better for everybody that's what i'm about and that's what you're going to hear and and so in closing i think i actually just talked about every single thing i I don't know if i have any extra words of wisdom going forward other than this is incredibly simple to do but it's not going to be easy so think about it the next time that you go in for dinner or breakfast or you do you think about waiting in line for some food. What could you do better and how long would it really take to choose something healthy to eat versus something that's not? I think you'll be surprised if you just give it a shot. I'm going to put all the rules down on my website that I talked about tonight. Um, I am going to post John's amazing photo up for everybody as well to comment on because I'm sure – that is, he's looking at me now and shaking his head. But we're going to do it anyway because that's fantastic. Um, again, guys, thank you so very much for listening to to me talk about my daily life, which I hope is uh, of some sort of entertainment for you. If you want to get in contact with me, you can contact me via the My Project Atlas website. That's www.myprojectatlas.com. Or you can contact me via email at mbays.com. That's M-B-A-E-S at M-E dot com. Or you can just swing on over and drop me an email at my personal website at michaelbays.com as well. So until next time, guys, eat well, train hard, and go Packers.